to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In this day. The midst of the month, Hallelujah. May 16th. Happy Monday morning. Yes, it is the glorious day. What a wonderful, wonderful, exciting day. No, Pastor, not going to say. I'm going <laughs> to teach. <laughs> I'm going to leave the singing alone. Yeah, go ahead. 2022 is our year of advancement. All this month, Pastor Beckford is teaching at Celebration Tabernacle about increasing like Jesus. So we know in order for Jesus to increase in the spirit, for him to increase in manifestation in the physical realm, that he had to live a life of discipline. He had to live a life of time management. He had the times where he would go into the synagogue, go into the temple where he would study the word of God. He would talk the word of God. He would um, go back and forth and question the word of God. He would set time aside to go and pray. He would move from the multitudes and ensure that he had that intimacy with the father because it was the power from the father that was causing the breakthrough that was taking place in his ministry. And Jesus recognized that. He said that his purpose is to glorify his father in heaven. He said that he does the things which his father tells him, which he hears from the father. So we must make that time where we're able to hear clearly from the father. Yeah, Jesus lived a life of, ex uh, of absolute discipline. He, his life was very organized. So if we are going to uh, increase like Jesus, we must adapt the spirit of organization. This organization is also a spirit, I believe. <laughs> spirit of disorganized. So you, 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 you know, you can't get anything in order. Jesus' life was 100% in order. He knows he goes from one place, one place of ministry, very ministry, to another place of ministry. And in between those two places of ministry, he spent time praying. Very organized. A lot of times we spend a lot of time just looking for what <laughs> we need to do the task. Yeah. And we know that the Bible says that wisdom redeems time. time. So wisdom tells us to put things in its rightful place so that when we go back, we'll be able to get it quickly, we'll be able to access it quickly, and we'll be able to get the job done in a timely manner. Wisdom redeems time. Jesus operated in wisdom from above. He was very strategic. There were times when people said, we need you here, we need you there, but he knew in what time he was going to do things, the best time to do things. So even when people were trying to pull for his time, hey, wait, you should have been here so many days ago. We need you to go in this direction. We need you to go in that direction. He maintained the course. Here, uh, the Bible tells us, uh, Pastor Diane, in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, Jesus increased in Wisdom. And can we just go there? Because it's so powerful. 
And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So there's three, three keys right there. Three keys. Number one, Jesus increased in wisdom. So if we are going to increase like Jesus, we must increase in what? Wisdom. wisdom. That's number one. Number two, he increased in stature. And number three, he increased in favor. Can we adopt those three key principles to our life? Increasing like Jesus, increase in wisdom, increase in stature, and increase in favor. How? With God and man. With God and man. If we increase in these three key principles, we will, we will live a life of success. We know Jesus lived a life of success. So if we want to live a life of success, we need to copy the principles by which Jesus lived by. And when we're increasing in wisdom, it causes us to increase in stature. And it causes us to increase in favor. So wisdom is the essential thing. When we're able to operate in wisdom, then people come to the light that's being illuminated through you, through the wisdom that you're operating in. And sometimes it's a wisdom related to scriptural things, but a lot of times it's a wisdom that God has given us in practical life areas. So that when a need arises, people know where to go. So when specific needs arise in the course of life, they know who is carrying the light of wisdom in that area. Right. So wisdom draws people yes. to us. And we must be like Jesus where then we return that glory unto God. Right. So increasing in, in stature is developing is developing physically, developing a reputation. We know Jesus developed physically, and we know Jesus developed a reputation. His reputation was noise abroad, and it was good. You know, Jesus, his fame went throughout the, the universe. So, that's the example I want to follow, Diane. I want to follow the example of Jesus Christ, growing, increasing in wisdom, increasing in stature, and increasing in God's favor. And not only having God's favor, but all having favor with men. So having the favor of God and man. And that, it's, it, doesn't, it, it, never, it never become what static. It continues to expand and grow. In Luke chapter 4, in starting in verse 16, So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me, to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, 
to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So there, Go ahead. there are specific things in there that when we read through the Gospels, we see evidence of Jesus doing the things. So the, when he found the place where it was written, it became his map. He was anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. Do we have accounts that he did that? Yes. He was sent to heal the brokenhearted. Do we have accounts that he did that? Yes. He came to proclaim liberty to the captives. We see where he did that. Recovery of the sight of the blind. People who were physically blind, who could not see from their eyes, their sight was restored onto them through the ministry of Jesus Christ. People who were spiritually blind, their sight was restored unto them through the ministry of Jesus Christ. He set at liberty those who were oppressed. We see it documented in the Gospels, and he proclaimed the acceptable year of the Lord. So this was the portion for the time. He found the place where it was written. So we know in the Bible, in Isaiah, it also talks about the crucifixion. But that wasn't the place for the time. The place that he found at this time, the day when he was in the synagogue, when he stood up to read, he found that instruction. And then he went out and he did that instruction. And after he completed that instruction, then the next piece, the next measure came into place. So a lot of times, sometimes we feel like God's not speaking to us right. or we, we can't hear from God. Well, have we obeyed the instruction that he has laid out because we know in our car in our gps it's only telling us one move at a time it doesn't sit there and rattle off 150 um, different turns that you have to make to get from where you are to where you're going it tells you the upcoming move so if we haven't left if we haven't moved if we haven't started that could be the, that could be the reason why you haven't heard the next step because you haven't started the process yet. You haven't started the journey. Or maybe you haven't moved from the last place of victory because we get comfortable in the victory also, and then we don't move to the next victory, which he has already laid out from us. So we have to find the place where it is written. And in James, it tells us, you know, we need to draw closer to God. Then he draws closer to us. So we close that gap as we draw closer to him, as we obey his instruction, and he draws closer to us. He tells us the next thing. He reveals to us the next um, secret. He tells us the next move to make. He gives us the wisdom to be able to redeem time, to be able to navigate. So Jesus Christ, he is our high priest. He has already bore the ark of the covenant, the promise. Just as in the days of Joshua, in Joshua chapter 3, the priests... They carried, they on their shoulder, they bore the weight of the Ark of the Covenant to pass through the Jordan River into their promised land. Well, Jesus is our high priest, and he has passed through the heavens. He is the bearer of the covenant, and he has already made the way, the provision, for us to be able to get through every Jordan, every Jordan of sickness, every Jordan of shame, into our promised land because he has already borne the weight. 
If you look at the text in, in Luke chapter 4, verse 16, that text is so important to understand the life of Jesus Christ and the example that he set for us to follow. We had to be imitator of Christ. We know Jesus was a good reader because the Bible clearly stated that he was in the synagogue as his custom. He opened the book and he read from it. So as his custom, Jesus studied. Jesus was a reader. He developed. He developed the skills of reading. And in so doing, he discovered his calling, mm -hmm. what he's supposed to do. So we, are, we, are to, we need to follow the example of Jesus Christ by becoming a skillful reader. We need to read. We need to read the word of God and read the writing of other inspired men, men that are inspired by God to write great books. Mm -hmm. So I encourage you, we need to increase this year in wisdom. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Somebody that shout hallelujah out there. We got to become a reader, a studier, so that we know the, the things, we will discover things for our lives. In verse 22, it says, So all who bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth, yeah, yeah. and they said, Is this not Joseph's son? So they knew him to be Joseph's son. They knew him to be good in the trade of his father. And here Jesus is revealing the new thing that he has found, the place where it is written of him in the scripture to go forth and do. So we must not remain at the place of our last victory, but continue to advance. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Sins and griefs to bear. What?